Cemetery expansion causes a stir in Gotha. Health Central Park expands with a big grant. East Winter Garden expands with Cresswell Court. In 21 years, we remember. The date is September 8th, 2022. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comment. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go. A proposed expansion of the Woodlawn Cemetery received pushback from residents at an official community meeting hosted by Orange County Government and District 1 Commissioner Nicole Wilson. The request is an amendment to a special exception in the A1 Citrus Rural Zoning District to allow the construction of a new 19,000-square-foot funeral home to replace the existing smaller funeral home. Now, the property sits on 103 acres and is located in Gotha. Now, the residents do not appear to be against the new building and replacement of the old, but rather it seems that they are upset by the ease in which some rezoning is occurring. Quote, Orange County continues to erode the meaning of property zoning. Every small approval continues to set a precedent for many others that have or are happening currently in Gotha. End quote. Now that from one resident, but he and others went on at the meeting. They are not only concerned with that, but also with traffic issues and security issues at the cemetery. One prominent and well-respected resident stated, quote, They have discontinued the security guard, and they do not close the gates. It allows for continued activities, traffic through there, cars racing, likely drug sales, sexual activity. It's becoming a problem. So from a practical standpoint, I would think the applicant would want to take some steps to at least close the gates, especially because you're proposing two new entrances. End quote. Now, fewer than 12 hours after that community meeting, the Orange County Board of Zoning Adjustments approved the request to move on to the next step for the applicant, but that was with some conditions as a result of that community meeting, including traffic, lighting, and security concerns. So now I wanted to highlight this for you folks because, you see, your voice matters, No, I can't stress that enough. The importance of staying active in your community. If you speak up, you know, going to these community meetings, getting involved, you know, getting involved in something like this is occurring, not after the fact when it's already said and done, but involved in the moment, you can make a serious impact on what happens in your community. You know, especially when these um, zoning changes are are being considered. A lot of folks don't realize, but the government, whether it be a town, city, in this case county, well, it has little ability to influence what a property owner does with their own property. 
you know, insofar as it's not illegal, of course. The advantage and the real influence that local governments have on these sorts of situations um, or when zoning is being considered to change, when a applicant is a, a property owner is requesting to change the zoning of a certain property so that they could do certain activities on that property. So that's where you can basically broker deals with property owners, the city, the county, the town can, in order for the zoning change to be approved. So I would recommend you be active in these things um, because you would be amazed the amount of power your voice can yield. But you got to be active. You got to understand the way the government works. And this is one important thing to understand right here when, when rezoning is occurring. So keep informed, keep informed with the West Orange Times and Observer. We typically bring these sort of things to your attention uh, normally early on if we're alerted to them. All right. Next story. Health Central Park, a nursing home and rehabilitation center in Winter Garden, is getting major upgrades thanks to a large grant from the West Orange Healthcare District. The district has committed $10 million, that's right, $10 million to Orlando Health to help pay for the $25 million expansion project, which will include the construction of a nearly 65,000 square foot building addition. Now, Amy Questenberry lays out all the details in this week's paper. A lot of us hear about the healthcare district, but don't really know the history of all that. Well, she writes, the West Orange Healthcare District was created by an act of the Florida legislator in 1949 and opened its doors in 1952 as West Orange Memorial Hospital on North Dillard Street in Winter Garden. The original hospital served the community's surgical, maternity, and general health care needs. West Orange Manor and Winter Garden became the district's 118-bed long-term care and rehabilitation facility in the late 1970s. Today, it is known as Health Central Park, and it serves the community with 228 beds and a long-term care and rehabilitation setting. All right, now that is interesting. Let me tell you, stick with the West Orange Times and Observer. Now, I always make a little plug, but it's true. This is where you're going to really stay in tune. I was talking to a buddy of mine this morning, you know, and he asked, uh, well, we work out in the morning. My brother and I work out in the morning, but with this friend, he he's working out at the same time. So in the morning, we do a little stretching and, you know, chat, you know, 5 a.m. You know, I, I don't do too much talking. I Still kind of early for me, but, uh, you know, so he was asking about the podcast. He was asking about how to stay tuned with information about the community because he said, Austin, I feel like we don't know as residents really what's going on on a local level. Yeah, He said, you know, everybody's talking Biden this, Trump that, and we, we just don't really know what's going on in the community. And that's where we're really being impacted. And I said, well, I'm glad you asked, brother. You know, you need to subscribe to the Orange Observer. That is orangeobserver.com. Follow the Facebook. Everything you need in terms of hyper-local. Well, the West Orange Times and Observer covers it. Now, the West Orange Times and Observer has been doing that for 117 years. So that is the source. That is how you stay tuned 
That is how you hear about everything happening in the community. And I encourage all of us to subscribe and read. You can check it out in the big red boxes all around town. There's a map online where you could see them. It's just a tremendous amount. All right. Now, uh, there's a lot going on in, in East Winter Garden. A lot going on that I, well, that I really want to share with you. In this week's paper, you will see a piece on a, a collaboration meeting that took place with over, with over 60 locally fueled organizations that are all part of this revitalization effort. So I want you to visit OneWinterGarden.com if you're interested in that. Um, that is a, a group that I'm part of. It's primarily composed of residents of East Winter Garden and um, very important group, OneWinterGarden.com. Next Tuesday, there will be a Habitat for Humanity dedication of four new homes. So that is September 13th, Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. Uh, the mayor will be there. One Winter Garden will be there. You know, I really want you to check it out, Habitat for Humanity. Check it out on their Facebook. There's a link there. You could sign up to be present. It's free to be there. Uh, we want the whole community there. I'm very grateful to be part of Habitat for Humanity as well. It's a tremendous organization. The ceremony is going to be beautiful. Bringing affordable housing to an area that, well, that needs it. Powerful stuff. I hope you will join us. But not all things surrounding the East Winter Garden subject are positive, uh, though, unfortunately. You see, there is major pushback from the community about a company that is trying to set up shop near the homes there. Now, this is... Um, some kind of plastic recycling process, some high-tech process, and there's a lot of concerns. It might just turn into some kind of plastic MRF where they sort all this junk out and right there in the community. It's just a big mess. The, the community is so correct to be standing against this. A tremendous letter was released yesterday by 50 NGOs. These are non-governmental organizations that, and particularly in this case, are environmental organizations that are speaking out against PureCycle uh, moving into Winter Garden. So that's, that's a big deal. That is 50 NGOs across the country looking at us right here in West Orange saying, we all are unified and stopping Pure cycle from entering into this mixed use area, partially residential area. You know, I was going to go over that letter today with you on this program, but I just don't have the time. I think that it's important we uh, pause that uh, for a moment, at least on this program, and we place our attention to what is happening this Sunday. It's the anniversary of 9-11, the 21st anniversary. <clears throat> 21 years 
So last year, I did a piece on the history of what happened on September 11th, 2001, and why we must continue to tell the story. It's kind of a cinematic type of piece. I want to play some of that today in closing here. I won't play it all. Uh, we will repost it if you want to go back and listen to the whole thing. It's, it's powerful, not because of anything I did with it on my end, but because just revisiting what happened in a dramatic fashion, well, as humans, that speaks to us. We're not animals. We need to feel it. We need to remember it by feeling it every year. September 11th, 2001. A day that started as a common morning in America. Nobody yet knew that 19 maliciously plotting members of the Islamist terrorist group named Al-Qaeda boarded four separate commercial airliners filled with men, women, and children. I would like to thank you for choosing United At 8.46 a.m., the first of the terrorists accomplished their audacious mission on American Airlines Flight 11. American 11, are you trying to call? Nobody move. Everything will be okay. If you try to make any move, you'll danger yourself and the airplane. Just stay quiet. They hijacked the plane and flew it directly into the North Tower of the World Trade Center in New York. Killing all on board and ensuring the sudden death of hundreds inside the tower. This just in, you are looking at a, obviously a very disturbing live shot there. That is the World Trade Center and we have unconfirmed reports. In a matter of moments, national news channels had the disturbing image on television screens across the country. At first, there were unconfirmed reports that a small plane accidentally flew into one of the two iconic towers, which represented America's command of the world economy through free trade for decades. Moments later, the second plane, American Airlines Flight 77, was taken over above Southern Ohio. And at 9.03, the third plane, United Airlines Flight 175, was flown into the South Tower of the World Trade Center. This confirmed to the country what few had thought possible. America was undergoing a highly successful attack on its own land. Pandemonium erupted at the scene of the towers as thousands tried to flee for their lives away from the two burning buildings. Others, others would jump out of windows, choosing one form of certain death over another. Shortly after, the coordinated attack continued as United Airlines Flight 93 became the fourth plane to 
be hijacked. Minutes later at 9.37 a.m., Flight 77 crashed into the United States Pentagon, the headquarters for the U.S. Department of Defense, in the symbol of the United States military. That's a portion, and we will repost uh, the link, the full piece. But please, I encourage you, this Sunday, this weekend, discuss 9-11 with your family, pray about it, and all that it represents, the real evil that is out there, the evil that is out there today. Talk to your kids, your grandkids about it, if age-appropriate. But 21 years now, most of us still remember it vividly. And we need to keep it that way. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a happy, blessed weekend. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go.